Happy Father's Day, everyone. This is Betsy. I hope you had a lovely Father's Day. I hope it was restful. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to talk to you really quick about American Princess. It is a show that I am on. I'm so excited for you to see it. The episode that aired last night, which is episode four, is the first one that you get to see me in. But uh, you're going to see me in a bunch of episodes from, from here on out. So I hope that you watch it. The show is all about uh, a Renaissance Fair. It's actually created by Jamie Denbo, who was on our show a couple times. She was on our live episode. She was on our first episode. She had a life experience of her own where she, went in her early 20s, joined a Ren Fair. And so this show is loosely based on that. New episodes every Sunday night. It's on Lifetime. I hope that you watch it. Please, please watch it. New episodes every Sunday night. It was such a great experience working on this show. More than half of the directors were women, which is a really big deal. I don't know if you know that, but it is. Uh, we, we need more female directors out there. We need more female show creators. Um, uh, most of the writing staff on the show was were female. Uh, it's a super diverse cast and crew. So please, if anything, just... I I would love for you to support the show that I'm in, but also just I would love for you to support the kind of work that we created with American Princess. So I'm really proud of it. Thank you for listening to this very long, you know, pitch. Um, I love you all. Thank you for your support. Please watch American Princess. Goodbye. everyone. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And this episode, we are joined with uh, a lovely, uh, she's a person, she's an actor, she's a writer, she's created um, many shows, Lennon Parham. Hey guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> Did I say your last name right? I think so. I didn't okay. register as Parham. Well, so yeah, yeah. It's not Parham. Yes. I recently googled myself every once in a while when i'm having Rates. a dark night I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll google quote lennon parham and then just look through images or vi- and then this one was just a video i just did videos <laughs> which i don't know what does that say about me but anyway we all google ourselves sure yeah. i like about 150 videos down there's a video that says how to pronounce lennon parham oh and it's it's a woman, no. maybe like a robot machine, <laughs> pronouncing my name incorrectly, <laughs> which I thought was Lennon Parham. Yeah, it's pretty great, Lennon Parham. That's yeah. really funny. Made me, made me happy, and that, and then I stopped googling. <laughs> you were point. satisfied by that. <laughs> I like that when I Google myself, I don't come up, but I love seeing who the people are that, that have do. my name. Oh Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's always yeah. like, oh, I could have been you. I mean, like I know a, I like a Gwyneth Paltrow, like sliding, sliding doors. doors situation. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like there's a, an Amanda Allen in Australia and she's doing all kinds of stuff. Oh. She's like at the opera house every night. 
That's, right? Yes. On like a yacht or yes, like <laughs> she just has the best life. I love her. Love and it. Every time I I Google her, I'm so proud of myself. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think um, my internet <laughs> doppelganger. One of them is a uh, a hairdresser in San Francisco. You should I go think. to her. You should book. Oh a, my god, that would be amazing. Book a Hi, I'd like an appointment and then just for Betsy like, Stover. Hi, my name is Betsy Stover. And the name. <laughs> Betsy Stover. <laughs> no, but what's the name? Betsy Stover. Uh, I know who you want to book with. <laughs> I'm asking you what your name is. I don't know. It's on third. <laughs> Did uh, I ever tell you my mom books hair, her hair appointments when she would come? Like when I lived in New York City. So my mom's name is Debbie Allen. Yeah. And she would book uh, salon appointments under Debbie Allen. That's her name. <laughs> but not explain to them that she wasn't the famous choreographer Debbie Allen. Right. Uh, and so when this I don't like, think that's on her. white woman from Florida showed up, there was a look of confusion all ha. the time. Like, mm. this isn't what we... Okay, well, let's do this. <laughs> like, yeah. she, she does it with restaurant. It's spelled differently, right? Yeah, but she doesn't spell it. She owns the fact that out. they think that she's... Yeah. She, I think she thinks she'll get a better table at a restaurant. She'll yeah. get a better hair Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's That's true. Totally she rides that celebrity wave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Debbie Allen, out there, wherever you are. Well, my dad, uh, my dad's name was, was Peter Allen, who was a composer songwriter. Oh. So Debbie Allen and Peter Allen going out to dinner. <laughs> and watch out, Hollywood in the seventies, eighties, eighties, eighties. Right. Anyways, Debbie Allen's got a <clears throat> dance company out here, and uh-huh. it's very prolific. Really? What is it? It's the like Debbie the Debbie Allen, Allen dance company. Oh. Yeah. We should have my mom go see the Debbie Allen yeah. yes. company. Hello. I love Debbie Allen. I'd like two tickets for the Debbie Allen <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> Who's this? Debbie Allen. For the Debbie Allen show. What's on second? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let Here, let me... Oh, I have three kids. They're yeah. all boys. Eight, seven, and three. Uh, I have three kids. <clears throat> I have an eight-year-old boy... And twin five-year-old girls who are almost six. (laughs) And what have you got, Lennon? I've got a six, just turned six-year-old girl and a two and a half-year-old boy. Oh Oh, man, wild! (laughs) (laughs) Is your daughter um, like helpful? I feel like sometimes she can be. Yeah, for sure, she can be. Like with with her brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I think uh, it. It just comes in waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, she, she, like, if I set it up in a positive way, she'll, she'll be like, see, I was being helpful. Or if uh-huh. I preface it, she does really well with like expectations ahead of time. So if yeah. I preface it ahead of time, like if I'm going to be gone and I need her to like go with the flow because she likes things to be a certain way, mm-hmm. similar to me. Yeah, don't we all? Um, like, so if you tell her things are going to be one way and then they're not that way, it's not great. It's not yeah. great. Um, but I'm exactly the same way, so I understand that. And I don't know how to help her with that because I think that's the way the world should work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but if but if you, set, if you set her up ahead of time to say like, hey, so, you know, so-and-so's babysitting... She's not going to know how to do it the way that mom does it. That's okay. Just go with the flow. If you want, you can let her know or you can help her, which would be really great. I'd love to come home and hear that. And then sometimes I'll come home and they'll be like, yeah, she was really helpful. Like she went and got laid out the PJs or whatever. Whoa. Which is great. Yeah. That's That's awesome. Awesome. That's so much better than like my kids where I'm like, hey, hey, hey. 
Totally. Someone else will be here. <laughs> <laughs> there are times when they're not paying so much attention. I will come home from work. The babysitter will leave. And then there's this moment of reflection, like a couple minutes, like 15 minutes later, they'll be like, wait, you're here? Where's the babysitter? And I'm just like, I've been talking to you. Yeah. I have been talking. We have had, yeah. a, we've had asked, multiple interactions. What is going on? Where right. did you go? And they're like, right. wait, where's Vanessa? I'm like, really? That's funny. <laughs> and then there's a disappointment too. Oh no. Like an honest disappointment. <laughs> At least they're being authentic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, let me tell you what's been breaking me. Okay. Yeah, what's been breaking you, Betsy? I took some notes. Uh, oh. so, okay. <laughs> so my three and a half year old Odie, he's, um, he's, He's a bit of a control freak, which I think is like kind of a three-year-old thing. But also, I'm a bit of a control freak. I'm a control freak. Um, no bit. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so I I see I see a lot of myself in him mm. more so than any of my three kids. I see um, myself reflected in him a lot. Um, and so certainly the controlling part and sort of like the independence part of like wanting to do things yourself and have, you know, figuring out how to do it and do it right. Uh, like that's totally what I'm all about. So anyway, so he, I'm usually, especially now cause preschool's over and, and summer his like kid, little kids summer camp doesn't start for a few weeks. Um, I'm home with him all the time. I'm, I, I'm with him more so than anyone else. Um, yeah. and I have to get certain things done during the day, during the week, because, you know, yeah, we got to get shit done. So uh, he won't let me do certain things. He needs to be a part of it, and he needs to usually do it. Um, So little things that I want to do that just like, oh, let me run upstairs and do this real quick and then run right back downstairs. Like, uh, let me run upstairs and get a pair of socks and run back down. He will not let me do. Mm. And he'll usually, he'll, he'll go, <laughs> I want to do that part. Mm. All right. And then he'll like freak out and he won't be able to get over it. So I made a list of things that I'm not allowed to do, mm. uh, either alone or without his help. Okay. And it's, we're adding things all the time. Sure. Sure. <laughs> this is flex. So here are things that I'm not allowed to do without, uh, his assistance or at all. Turning lights off, (laughs) using the coffee grinder, using the microwave, (laughs) turning the TV on, turning the TV off. It's kind of an electricity thing. Mm. (laughs) Turning the Roomba on, the D-Bot, or the mop wife, or, or, well, mop, we call it mop wife. Okay, we have a robot mop. Why? Uh, what am I trying to say? Oh my I god! Don't, I don't I'm know, sure but it, it sounds amazing. <laughs> a mop wife? <laughs> is it like a subscription service? <laughs> I, oh my god! I'm, I'm ridiculous. On board. It's an iRobot, which yeah. is like a type of. Roomba, I know what that is. It's like a this Roomba. one like can mop. What? Yeah. It, essentially, it has three settings. It, it has a, wet in it. Though. It can be a dry Swiffer. Okay. It can be a wet Swiffer, or it can be it can spray water and sort of scrub. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and I have called. I call it my mop wife because she's my wife. Right. She does things for me. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we all call her mop wife, and so he calls. So anyway, if I turn on mop wife, right, uh, without his permission, um, or recharge the battery alone, or mm, like he take gets the, upset with he you. Gets upset. Okay. 
um, hanging up on a FaceTime call. Oh. Yeah, right? Do your kids freak out if anyone oh, no. else presses the red no. button? No, I'm no? Okay. just responding to the thought of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If anyone else presses the red button on a FaceTime call, he has a fit, and I have yeah. to call them back and have him hang up. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like, hi, I know we just hung up, but um, hold on. Odie has to pr- turn it off. Um, <laughs> he has to hang up. Okay. Opening the car door, closing the car door, buckling the car seat, going upstairs. I'm not allowed to go upstairs alone. Going down. <laughs> Stairs. I also cannot go downstairs alone. Going to the bathroom. I can't go into the bathroom alone. Uh, and if I do, he will stand outside and and pound on the door and, and cry. And if I lock the door, he'll like jiggle the door. Like he's he's gonna break the the lock. Um, uh, flushing the toilet. I can't do that. Um, making seltzer. I can't make seltzer in our seltzer machine. Um, I, I wear a night guard and a retainer at night. Yeah. I, I can't put those away in the morning, uh, by myself if he's mm. around. Um, he has to do this whole thing, put it in water and add a little tablet is the whole thing. Singing. I can't sing. I'm not allowed to sing. Uh, dancing in the car. I'm not allowed to dance in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, making this oatmeal. Seems like the worst version of Footloose I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. I live in the shittiest it's like, town. It's like your son is John Lithgow <laughs> and yeah. he is not allowing you to do like, just <gasps> even the simplest of tasks because it's got the devil in them. Um, <laughs> the, the, the flusher? Yeah. No. Flushing the toilet, going downstairs? Uh-uh. No. Of the devil. Of the devil. All right. There's just a few more. Uh, I can't make oatmeal uh, alone or without his... Specific, he essentially has to do it. Specifically oatmeal. Specifically oatmeal. And I can't make chicken noodle soup uh, without his assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't put clothes into the washing machine. Um, and I can't push any buttons on the washing machine. Now, a that's lot of my these list. Things he cannot do himself, correct? Um, like right. he's three and a half, he can't reach some of those things. Right. So I have to hover over him and sort of do it with him. What happens if you if you do it anyway? <laughs> I wanted to do that part. <laughs> You stupid! And then they like spit, oh, like wow. he gets really upset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's not worth it. So everything I do, right. I like start to do it, and then he'll like run in and be like, "I want to do that part." And then I have to stop and let him do it because. So if I'm like, I have to run upstairs. Yeah. We're like running late. Yeah, I have to run upstairs to get socks. Run back downstairs. Oh. I have to like. Make sure he doesn't see or hear me because he will then stand at the bottom mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. stairs and be like, Mama, mm-hmm. like, hold my hand. And I have to like hold his hand. We have to walk up the stairs holding yeah, hands. Yeah. Then I run into the room. He gets upset because I'm not waiting for him. And then if we go down the stairs again, I have to hold his hand um, and we have to go downstairs together. So it's just like, it's like, it's like swimming with weights on. It's like, it's like walking sure. through quicksand. It, it's just like I'm just walking through mud all the time because I can't do anything fast. And it can it's so exhausting. It sounds awful. <laughs> it's yeah. really hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I feel very like um, he's like oppressing me. <laughs> yeah. Does he have jobs? Does he he have jobs? Like, yeah. Like, does he have a job that's his responsibility? At three and a half. I mean, yeah. a lot of these are sort of his jobs now. Idea, maybe. 
Yeah. He, I mean, he, he's a very helpful kid. He mm-hmm. wants to help. He wants to be able to do things by himself. And he's like good it's at awesome stuff. Like he, he wants to. If he wants to make a, you know, chicken noodle soup, uh, he'll get the bowl. He'll get the can. He'll, Aww. he'll pour it all in. It's he'll, just totally a third kid. Yeah. He, like cooks it. Yeah. Puts yeah. Puts it to sleep. Makes for, you a martini. Yeah. No, just for real. <laughs> oh, I got to teach him how to do that. Um, yeah. Aww. So it's been really, it's frustrating. Do you think it's going to like go away on its own? Like, do you That's think a it's a phase? Question. None of your other kids did this, right? I mean, I, I feel like every kid goes through a, like, I, my, I want to do it. No, I can do it kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But this feels like not just it's, I can do it. It's nobody can do it if I don't do it. You yeah. certainly can't. Oh, yeah. Don't even yeah. think about flushing your poops. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is totally his <laughs> attitude. Okay. It's not, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might just be a facet of his personality or it might be a phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me. Is like doesn't want to discourage it because it's great that he wants to help and it's great that he wants to like be independent. Yeah. Um. And I probably should have encouraged my other two to do stuff more because now I'm always like doing fucking everything for them. Right. Um. But yeah. So part of me feels like, well, maybe this is just this sort of um, I don't know, like almost like penance. Like I, I'm, I'm doing penance. I'm, I'm, I'm in the mines right now, so that later he'll be like really independent and he'll like do lots of stuff. But right now it's just shitty. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So um, I, I just spend. Or it's the, gonna get really bad. Betsy. Or it's gonna get really bad. <laughs> like, You're not gonna be able to leave your house. Do, yeah. Oh my god. It's gonna be. He's 15. very controlling. How? When did it? Like how long has it been going on? <laughs> Yeah. How long has this been going on? You know on? what I mean? Like, um, like, has it gotten like, oh, it's, we've, it's we've been adding things yeah. right to it's the list. Increasing. And so no, things aren't coming off the list. It's not like a rotating Correct. list of 10. Yeah. It's just like, it's going to be by the end of it, it's going to be like a thousand things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been is definitely it just you or is it your husband it's too? It's mostly just me. I mean, there's little things like pressing an elevator button that like no one else is allowed to do. Right. Right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly if his brothers turn the TV on or mm-hmm. off, he has a, big freak out is there a take turn thing like is there a take turn rule in in anything our house is chaos (laughs) yeah yeah utter chaos that makes sense yeah i mean it's like three little boys and a husband with adhd it's chaos um so no i mean in the past we've certainly done stuff like that like when our kids you know there was like one we had all these like kids plates for eating and um they were all the different planets and one of them was saturn yeah and everyone wanted saturn right so we had to like have a list that was like who had saturn last and then oh you're it's your turn to have saturn we had to like do that so and we've had stuff like that before it's like who took a bath first last time okay now right right and that shit's exhausting and after a it's while, like you're like, It's oh, so God. much to keep up with. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, with a boy and a girl, they have different, I mean, so far. I mean, there are certainly things that they want to both do, and uh, but we just have, they have different stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like their stuff. Mm-hmm. My kids don't have a lot of stuff that's just theirs alone. Yeah. And my eight-year-old grouses about that all the time. He's right. like, nothing belongs to me. And like, I mean, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I mean, part of me is like, um, barely anything belongs to me. Yeah. yeah like yeah. everything I have, it's uh, all except yours for my phone. And when I spend my money, it's for you. Exactly. <laughs> like even my fucking laptop, they use it all the time. Like, the, yeah, you guys get into my bed without permission. You know, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. nothing that belongs to just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gave you my body for years on end. Yeah. yeah so you don't even get to do the dishes anymore. I don't even get to do... Oh, my... So that was why, like, yesterday I took sort of the day off, and, and I ended up just doing, like, chores. Stuff that you couldn't get done. Exactly. Because normally there's someone who's whining about it and, like, yeah. upset that I'm doing whatever and wants to help, but, like... Right. It's just everything is so excruciating. What did that look like for your day off? Like someone else took him for the day? Yeah, or? my husband had him. And anytime he sort of ambled into my uh, purview, view, into my purview <laughs> I would be like, you need to come and get your son. Um, yeah. And then at some point they went out. I think they went to like Trader Joe's or something. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, I'm uh, free. Yeah. <laughs> free to sort through these clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. Lola is our sponsor this week. Yay! I love Lola. Yay! Amanda has trouble talking about vagina-related issues. So maybe I'll take the lead here. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleaning wipes. Um, The founders started their company with a, uh, a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. But you know what I love uh, is that they, for every uh, purchase, what is it they call it? A do good for do good with your purchase. Mm-hmm. So for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. That is so cool. It is. This company was founded by women, and it's for women. They offer pads, liners, and uh, BPA-free plastic applicators um, or environmentally non-applicator tampons. They also have cleansing wipes that are are safe to use anywhere on your body, Um, and uh, they're biodegradable. They're natural. You can use them for a midday refresh. Oh. Oh, look at that. And they're perfect. They're they're individually packaged. You just keep them in your purse, and you're like, hmm. I wish I was fresh down there. Uh, and and it's, you know, for the on the go. Everything is organic cotton. There's no added chemicals, fragrances, uh, synthetics, or dyes. You know, I, I don't think the FDA requires people to say what's in their feminine hygiene products. Um, but Lola is like, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use... 
why shouldn't we be the same about our feminine care products? I, and I think that's, uh, yeah, it's 100% natural. You can feel good about it. And you, you just a, get it? It's a subscription service? That's right. It's a subscription so it just service. just your, your house? And how do they know what you I mean, you, you need? know you're going to need it every month. Yeah. And so what do you do? You customize your subscription by figuring out what kind you what kind of product you want. The that's absorbency, right. The absorbency, the quantity, the frequency, and you go through and you figure all that out, and then they make sure you get it when you need it. That's right. They tailor make it. Uh, just for you, and then they send it to you every month because you're gonna need it every month anyway. Um, and I am a big fan of Lola. I really do. I, I feel so proud that they're our sponsor. So for forty percent off, you guys, forty percent off's a lot. That's a lot. For forty percent off all subscriptions, go to mylola.com and enter WMD when you subscribe. So again, that's 40% off all your subscriptions. Holy cow, it's almost half. Uh, go to mylola.com and enter WMD when you subscribe. So Amanda, what has broken you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, not, so it's not like a, it's, again, another one of those things where it's like, well, Okay, it's a specific thing, but it was not. It's not like a. It's been like yeah. a full sixty seconds of you just. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, <laughs> nah. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, Amanda, no singing. <laughs> I love Billie Holiday, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Well, I mean, you were able to really. Uh, so last week. Uh, I took Benny. Emmeline was very sick, so she couldn't go. But I took Benny. We did kindergarten teacher day where you meet your kindergarten teacher. Oh, um, they so, know already. Yeah, so they for meet next year for next year. That's oh. cool. So, well, technically, it's just like they do an assessment, but not most times the assessment, the teacher that does the assessment, is the teacher your child will have. Okay. Um, and every now and then the teacher's like, "Oh no, I won't, I right. won't take that one." Right. Like, I wonder are they if that in happens. transitional kindergarten, or are they? Did they do just do preschool? Yeah, they did transitional kindergarten last year at the same school. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, they'll go straight into kindergarten this year, and um, we decided to split them up because. Uh, Emmeline has become very competitive towards Benny. I mean, how can you not when you look alike? Everything yeah. is the same. Everyone compares you. Mm-hmm. Your sense of identity is wrapped into a set. Like it's yeah, it's funky. And so last during the end of the school year, she punched Benny in the head because a boy told her to, and Ooh. she was like, "Well, he said to do it, and I did." Uh, and so I also found that she was alienating Benny in the classroom where it was like, mm. don't play with her, just play with me. Oh, I, like kind of like, geez. I'm the one you want to be friends yeah. with. And so we decided it would be, be it would be better for them to be separate for so many reasons. Those, and then also for the teachers too, I think we get an accurate or more accurate yeah. uh, understanding of where they're at individually. Sure. If the teacher only has one, that totally not makes that sense. they're not capable of knowing the differences, but Every time they've been together in a class, I've had a teacher mention. I don't know who's, I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. Um, and so, yeah, it's tough because there are there are differences, learning differences, developmental differences. And so, I want to make sure that that's that they get what they need, and it doesn't get confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're separating them, and the two teachers that we uh, 
that they're going to go to do a lot together. So they'll play at the same time. They'll have lunch at the same time. They do like <laughs> holiday events at the same time. So they'll still see each other throughout the day, but they'll have different teachers. One is um, like the quintessential kindergarten teacher. She is fun and play and like mm-hmm. sunshine and happiness. And everyone who's in the class is happy and the parents all love her. And then yeah. the other one seems very nice. She's newer. So we didn't, I don't know, I don't really know her from when my son was there. Um, but she seems a little more organized and straightforward um, and uh, less, It's it feels like a less chaotic room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for my son, he had a teacher that was very similar in kindergarten and it was wonderful for him because mm. yeah. he doesn't understand why you don't follow the rules. Like mm-hmm. she'd be like, everybody circle up. And he'd be like, did you all hear her? Like what is going I don't understand. I was that kind of kid. Animals, yeah. animals, all of you. You know, like he's just like. <laughs> I'm so sorry that my classmates are being yes. disrespectful right yes. now. So the teachers are like, but thank see me. you. <laughs> thank you for seeing me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for hearing me. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting because a lot of times I I sort of pride myself to a fault of being very easygoing and go with the flow and being like, you know what, it's going to be what it's going to be, and let's just move through it and figure it out. But all all the way to the school, I was like psyching myself up. Like, what if they put her in the wrong teacher? What if they put her in the wrong teacher? I like mm. it's it's going to be like what 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 is she going to do? Like, will she be set up for? I don't. And then I'd be like, shut up, Amanda. It doesn't matter. It's kindergarten. Mm-hmm. They're both amazing. Who cares? Stop. Mm-hmm. Let it go. And maybe you can change it. Maybe you can change it if it's the wrong one. And it was like. Get there and find out and calm down. But I was totally having like this anxiety, dialogue yeah. and anxiety yeah. about it. So we get there and the principal comes out and he's like, okay, welcome to the school. Here's, uh, get in the line and we're going to tell you which classrooms to go to for your assessment. Um, and we get in line and they send us to the opposite teacher. So it happened. Like what I thought was going to happen where I was like, oh no, no, no. Your fears came true. Yeah. And then I told Benny, I was like, so we're going to, we're not going because Benny also was like, I want that, the fun teacher. And Emmeline was like, I want the more organized teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, that's great. They've decided who they want and it's been flipped. And so I was just like, I stood in the middle of the hallway like a child and started to tantrum. Like where I was like, <gasps> I think it's, I think you've got it backwards. I was like, uh, I think Benny's supposed to be in that one. And Emmeline's supposed to be in that one. And they were like, it's okay. They've... You know, like, they'll be where they should be. It's okay. Like, one of the other parents, and I was like, Mm. yeah, should I just bring her to that teacher instead? Because I know that's where she should go. Like, I totally turned into, like, outside of myself. Mm. Like, I, like it was really weird, my response to it. Like, I couldn't, I was like, no, 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 no. And Mm. then I looked at it. And I hate when everyone's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Like, fuck you. You don't know me. You don't know my life. In my mind, I was like. But, 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 yeah. but Benny's going to crumble under the pressure of the organization and um, she needs, and then I was like, stop. And I like looked at Benny. I wasn't saying this out loud. Oh, this okay. was in my head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, that would be terrible. She's just standing there staring at me blinking and I'm You're like, short Benny, circuiting. Benny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, Benny. Uh, so Benny was just standing there and then she was like, wait, I'm not supposed to go there. I'm supposed to go to the other teacher. And I was like, no, it's going to be okay. Let's go in. So I did that thing that we do where you just are like. I don't know. We're going to find out. And yeah. To be like, oh, I know. I agree with you. This will be interesting. And then we get in there and the teacher walks up to her, gets down to her level, which is always to me the best thing. The best. Like, it's like, oh, you know, already. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is great. 
Uh, and she was like, Benny, I have heard so much about you. I cannot wait to sit down and have you in my class and to work with you. And Benny was just like, it, like I watched it happen. She was like, I'm sold and I'm yeah. in. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it was interesting because I sat back and she got assessed and I sort of hovered, but didn't hover too much mm-hmm. and super proud of Benny. Like she did a great job. She knew all these answers and she was just very confident and good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I left and uh, I had this moment where I was like, actually, I was wrong. You know, like I was totally wrong. I was caught up in it. But I uh, it, I think it kind of goes in. Oh, no. Am I going to cry? Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. It goes into one of those things. Oh, they're just they're getting older, you know. And then you have yeah. that realization that like, uh, it's so stupid. I guess it did matter. Um that you control so much before when they're little and you know everything that they're doing and you, you're like, I know what's best for them and I know where they should go and I know what they need. And then there comes that place where you're like, I don't necessarily always know. And that's a Mm. good thing and it's okay. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a failure or, but it's just weird. Mm -hmm. And you have to start to like let go a little bit of what, you've decided they need to trust that what they'll get is what they need. Mm. And so it was a good lesson. It was a short little thing, but it was such a big thing for me. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's a hard lesson to, I mean, so much of parenthood is just like letting go of control and sort of giving yourself over. And yeah, I feel you. It's good that it happened in a way that I was actually really happy and surprised by instead of it being the opposite where you're like, I don't have control and I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, It did feel like I was like, of course, Benny would actually probably do better in here because it's not going to be as chaotic, which actually might benefit her Uh. because she does shut down when it gets too loud and it's too Mm. much. Whereas Emmeline might be fine in that world, you know, like she won't be as destroyed by it. And I was like, Take a deep breath and trust that other people know this even better than you do. And, like, hmm. it's okay. So I just, I think I'm realizing they're going into kindergarten and they're my babies. Yeah. And, like, it's weird. Well, you also, would think I'd be, like, super excited. Just, like, yeah, they're growing no, up. Oh, my God. Cool. I, like, dropped my daughter off at kindergarten and then immediately started sobbing in oh, the yeah. car. Like, <laughs> preschool, same thing. Yeah. Like, I was remembering... I was remembering the night before Soraya went to kindergarten. I was like, um, we have to get all these school supplies. I'll be, I'll see you guys later. Like, and I just went to, <laughs> I went to target because target is my church. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm going to write a country song about it. <laughs> and I, and I went to target and I went to the furthest target from my house in oh. Alhambra, wow. which is really like a commute. And, um, and for some reason, I downloaded the Brandy Carlisle album, which What's forget that? about it. What is that? Is which that one? Did you do country the story? Oh, my God. No, it's so she's got a new album. It's the one that was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. She's what got is... a song. It's called The Joke. She's a singer songwriter. She's got the most beautiful voice. What yeah. kind of music is it? It's, it's like sort folk. Of, yeah, it's sort of oh. like along the Indigo Girls line. Yeah. But oh, okay. She's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> about On this album, I literally listened to it today because I made a Mother's Day playlist for myself that I never got to listen mm-hmm. to because of fucking Lori Berkner. But um <laughs> is that uh, a kid's musician? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. She I do like her. Yes. Like of all of them, 
I like her. I'm not going to throw Lori Berkner under the bus because I really do like her. Okay, so there's a song that Brandy Carlisle sings called The Mother. And it is, oh a, boy. It is a song yeah. that she wrote about her new life as a mom, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it will tear you yeah. to bits. And so I am driving back from Target fully loaded with crayons. <laughs> And I put this song on and I had not um, heard it. Like I bought the album, but I had not like fully listened to it. And it comes on and I'm on, on the, in between Alhambra and my house. (laughs) And I just start sobbing because it was like, it's, it's intense. This whole thing is intense. And she talks about sort of the recalibration. So before mm. this is who you were before, right? And now you are a different person fundamentally. Mm-hmm. Like your heart is outside of you, like yeah. running around. And you also have to protect it, but also support it and yeah. give it the freedom, you know, the freedom and... to make her own mistakes and yep. choices and set her up for when you're not there but also be open to the fact that she might be different than you thought. When I heard your story, I thought, I don't think you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't think you were wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, your oh. panic attack came out of fear mm-hmm. because you didn't want her to be scared or hurt, yeah. right? I think either way, it probably would have worked out. Mm-hmm. If she had been in the class she was in... yeah. That's or true. the other class, like she just needed somebody to get on her ground level and and talk to her. Also, Amanda, they're identical twins. So if you change your mind, you can just <laughs> switch them. You know what? Today was today. Today they woke up and they said, "Oh, because they only have like one. They have one dress that's the same that they both have." And they were like, "Let's be twins today Ooh. and see if anyone can tell us apart." Ooh. It's the first time they've ever they've done that. Yeah, because they always are very different, and it's, so they both yeah. dressed exactly the same. And they walked into camp, and they were like, "Hello." <laughs> It's like they figured out their superpower now, and I'm like, oh, it's on. It's over. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. This is going to be a yeah. series of young adult books. Yes. I just know it. <laughs> I just know it. It was really funny. Like, they were so excited to go in dressed the same, and they were just like, oh, my God. Yep, it happened today. So, yeah, yep. you're right. We could just be like, Benny, you're going into Miss Wilson. You're just Emmeline tell now. them you're Emmeline. Yeah. You're Emmeline now. That won't mess them up at all. I don't know why. Emmeline just seems different. <laughs> so, Lennon, what has broken you? Um, Besides <laughs> buying school supplies <laughs> and crying in your car. Yeah, yeah. I think... <laughs> the cry box is what we call it, yeah. by the way. I was trying to think of, like, one of the hardest times that I had as a mom. Um some of them have happened recently, RE, like how to teach my children um, about what to do with their own anger, because mm. I don't have that. I never, I don't know, I didn't learn that appropriately. Me neither. So I just generally don't have anger. And if I do have anger, it's like at the fucking rich bitch who's trying to pass me on a, or drive it up my ass on the frontage road. Totally. And I'm like, 
I mean, I will rage on her. <laughs> and if you try to like take, like be an asshole to me on a customer service call, like those people, like I'll get your name very early on in the call and we will get into it because, <laughs> and so it's sort of been misplaced, wow, but fascinating. I had never learned how to deal with my anger, but I just push it down. Yeah. Yeah. Cover it with food and alcohol. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> I would like do improv shows <laughs> like that was an outlet for me or it will Get just, your rage it just out like, there. come out some other place. But the biggest fear that I had was actually telling the person that I was mad at totally. what I was mad about yes. because then I might hurt them the right. way that I'm continually being hurt by their <laughs> bad behavior. <But> anyway, <laughs> so that's been like a recent and challenge female, and you're Southern. Sure. Sure. Right. So it's like a real like Double banana whammy. pudding, like polite situation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like you get angry, you... I don't want you to take this the wrong way. No. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you grow up? Georgia. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but uh so I could talk about that, but but I think what I what well, I'll share this and then we can also come back to that if we want. But I one of the hardest times for me was when my daughter uh when my son was born, uh he was um she was like three three and a half when he was born. And we did a lot of preparation, you know, about for her about what it was going to be like. And she had books about it and um, we planned about it. We talked about it. Um, Good for you. Yeah, it seemed. Yeah, sure. It, (laughs) But like as much as you prepare for it, I think it's just a real like, how do you do trial? You are not the only one anymore. Yeah. And I didn't understand that because I am an only child. Like I don't like I never had that. I mean, not that I would have remembered it if I did, because I would have been a little like nothing child, tiny child, you know, but. And what about your husband? Does he have siblings? He's the youngest of five. So he he was like. I don't, you know, like, what's the big deal? Like, he never wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. a brother. Yeah. He was born a brother. Yeah. So. That's um, interesting. Yeah. I guess as an oldest, you, there's a mourning process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom was an oldest. And so she has been helpful for my daughter to talk about, like, how how it changed and that, you know, you're never alone now and all this stuff. But, um but it's also good for her because she has a great relationship with her brother and sister and um, I think can help. And they have a beautiful relationship. They put oh. my, my son and my daughter. Good. Now. Um, and it was never like negative really to begin with. But, um, but my daughter was mad at me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she was like, what? did you do? Where did you go? Why can't I have you? And so the first two weeks (laughs) that my son was born were really hard for Mm -hmm. me, for her, and mostly just us because nobody else knew what to do or how to be. And I literally had what you have when you have a baby, which is this like intense biological need to have eyes on that child at all times, have that baby on you or like within a foot of you. Like, 
at all times. And so, and also I was in pain. I was sore. Mm -hmm. I had two weeks of diarrhea. Like it was like a real, you know, it was like that thing that you have, you know, after you've given birth where your body is like putting itself back together again and you're giving yourself physically to another human being. Mm -hmm. And you have a three and a half year old that can, that doesn't need you the way that the baby needs you. Right. But doesn't understand so, uh, oh, that's so, so it was hard. pretty terrible. And, and you just went through a pregnancy yeah. with a toddler, which is one of the most difficult things I've ever experienced. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's it too. And there's not, uh, not a lot of resources out there and it doesn't feel like there's a space for the second child. Like everything is about your first baby, what to expect and yeah. here's what you're going to have. But there's so much that does change with mm-hmm. the second one and yeah. there's so many things that you're juggling that you're not even thinking about and uh, it's it's pretty, it makes you're a right. huge impact. Huge. I used to run a second time mom group mm-hmm. and um, part of it was we would with the first time moms group, you're talking about the life change that's happened to you. Right. With the second one, it's more of like an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, what did we just do? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I would go into those groups and I would just say, like, today we're going to talk about guilt. And it was like, I didn't have to say anything. Oh, the whole yeah, time. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rem I remember her like wanting me to put like give her a bath or put her to bed and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I like I phys- like I physically felt like I couldn't yeah and my husband was like put her to bed like mm-hmm. she wants you don't you see that she wants you and I'm like I see that she wants me yes I feel that I can't I yeah. have to be here with this little one I have to I don't know how, why you don't understand that yeah, like. Yeah. And then he's his like, but make go. her feel better, you know? And I'm like, I can't like, sh- this is honestly, this two weeks, she has to go through this and yeah. I cannot help her with that. Like, I will reassure her that I will be here for her. But like, I just came across a photo that was taken where she had gone, he had taken her out like, um, mm-hmm. For something, uh, and she came home, and the baby was asleep, and she just started sobbing and like w- wanted to be on me the way the baby had been on me. Aww. And so there's a photo of her asleep on me, like as a big girl, like and with her hand in my armpit, which is like her her nurture thing that she does when yeah. she stopped mm-hmm. nursing. Um, and it just took me right back to that time when I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was it was it was really it was really hard. That is such a hard transition. I was also thinking that she um oh she so she was never angry at the baby. She she was mostly her anger was directed at me and she was darting she was she draws a lot. Mm-hmm. And so she drew this like insane drawing <laughs> of a woman who was like her tears were raining down her face. Whoa. And she was like, and she has no legs because she cannot move. And it was like a visual. Yeah. And I mean, I hadn't gotten off the couch for two weeks. That is true. Um, So she was, I think she was like, is this the new normal? Yeah. Right. Like, do I never get you again? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, Oh. Yeah. And that's what we started. We started doing like little 
mommy-daughter dates. Like once I got to the point where I felt like I could leave him for a minute, mm-hmm. um, we would go do like have special time, just the two of us, which we, I guess we had been doing for three and a half years. Yeah. But like she didn't understand like how cool it is. And she still does that. Like she still got upset recently about that he gets time with me mm-hmm. that she doesn't get. Yeah. And I'm like, right, but you had three and a half years with me that right. he will never have alone, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, no, but it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you know, she can't really kind of wrap her head around that. But um, oh, I feel all of that <clears throat> so hard. My eight-year-old is like full of rage at me, and yeah, I, or my three-year-old, yeah, but mostly me, yeah, yeah, because you're I, the safe I, one too. Because I made a brother. Well, yeah, not you alone, though. <laughs> yeah, but... But he's not mad at Ari. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. too, like, I've seen... I've seen sometimes they both will... Especially when Soraya was in preschool, like, she would... She'll come she'll come home and go crazy on me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Great student all day long. Like, mm-hmm. listen. But uh, it's like, I'm... She knows I'm not going anywhere, no matter how she behaves. Mm-hmm. And I say that to her... But I also say, you you can't talk to me like that. You, you're Ugh. gonna have a timeout or whatever. But yeah, I remember. I should just I have a recording that. of me saying you can't talk to me like that, <laughs> so I can just spare my breath. Yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that because I'm your mother. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> because you're not allowed to. But there was I. The other thing that uh, that happened was. Um, my f- so when we went into because uh we didn't we don't have fam we didn't have family living near at the time out here um, in LA out here in LA uh my my best friend Jennifer was the like on call person to come and be with Soraya while we went to give birth and oh nice um we had a couple like false starts with this the second birth was like totally different than the first one and uh so she would come and like spend the night like just in case kind Mm -hmm. of. And, uh, the night that, um, that I was going to go into labor, um, or the night that I actually had that I went into actual labor, it started really slow and it was sort of subtle, but it was like for sure happening and painful. Um, but it wasn't, it never like kicked into high gear like it did with the, with my first birth. And so I, uh, I was like, I wonder what's going on. Like, why is it so different? Like, when should we go to the birth center? Um, And when my, like, my daughter, but I was really nervous about Soraya waking up and we wouldn't be there Mm -hmm. because she was like, she wouldn't get to say goodbye to us or like now our lives are completely changed or whatever. She woke up, saw me, I hugged her, and then actively, like, I went right into transition. Like Ooh. my mind needed her to be okay Aww. for my body to like kick it yes. into high gear. Oh and literally that was at 630 and the baby was born at 815. <gasps> <laughs> like it was crazy. Wow. So oh. I like went right into full like on labor. She saw me in labor, saw that I was okay, saw that the, you know, that it was happening Jennifer was there. They went to breakfast. Then they went to the toy store, bought the baby a gift, and came came to see the baby. And then Jennifer also took uh, videos of her, like, 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 what are you thinking about the baby? And 
Oh. Um, which was cool because now we have it. Yeah. But she was like, I just hope he likes me. Oh. I don't want him to cry when he sees me. Oh. And I was like, I would have never in a thousand years thought that she would even be thinking like, like how, like, and that's what's going on in her head is that she's worried that the baby doesn't like her or won't like her. Yeah. I don't know. I guess babies do cry a lot. Like, right. And so that makes not sense. Not to take it personally. So when she came, I didn't, we didn't know that when she came and met him, but he was quiet and, and, mm. you know, and they like had that sweet moment or whatever, but. Yeah, it was really, really wild. I also came home sooner because it was a birth center thing. So I came home that same day as opposed to being in the hospital for two to three days. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, so I think that was different because if I had been in the hospital for two to three days, I would have had that buffer mm-hmm. without her there. She wouldn't. She would have been staying with grandma, grandpa or whatever. Yeah. But coming straight home oh. and being like right out. I mean, I really liked being able to come home because we didn't need to be at the hospital. But um, I wonder if that was harder for her somehow. Oh, harder for her. Yeah. In what way? Like, because we were still sort of ambulatory in a way. Like, I was still like in major like birth recovery. Got it. In that sort of those first 72 hours yeah. that are so intense. And you, you couldn't know? really give her any of your like full yeah, attention. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, my, that whole, you know, that whole thing that happens with your brain and your body and your fucking vagina. Right? Oh, yeah. like, it was like, I, I know, was, I was amazing. Yeah. It was beautiful and easy. <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciated that time in the hospital oh. of just like, I, yeah. great. I don't have to worry about how yeah, I'm getting yeah. food or how yeah. I'm, you know, taking yeah. care of it's things. Exhausting. Yeah. I'm glad I did that for the first one for sure. Yeah. That was so nice. Somebody would be, they, they, in the hospital, they did this thing they called a cocktail, which was OJ, cranberry and apple juice mixed together. And they bring it in those like pint, like plastic things that you, I don't know what you keep in there normally, but like (laughs) they would fill it up with that little tiny, like the light, tiny little like niblet ice. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do. The good ice. The good ice. So like good. the fountain drink, and then they would pour, and it was like the best thing I've ever had in my life. And we to this day will drink it at our house. It's like my comfort drink. Like oh. my co- be like, you guys want a cocktail? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's why mommy drinks yeah. cocktail. Yeah, that's so funny. It's so funny. My mom was drinking cocktails all the time, all day long. <laughs> Sometimes she'd make one and bring it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> She let me drink one. (laughs) So many cocktails. She taught me how to make it. It was easy. (laughs) I was thinking about your deal with the teachers and my daughter, uh, like she had a a kindergarten teacher this year um, that I, like we didn't get to choose or whatever. Mm -hmm, And she is not... um, She's not like, uh, I don't know what you, she's, she's very different than my daughter. She's very like black and white. This is the way it is. Like very um, strong, like aggressive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe, in, and, and I was like, for Soraya, I think that will be good. I think, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, 
it, there's no way to tell. No, it's really But it's tough. also good for her to have to figure it out exactly. on her own, right? Because right? eventually they do have to figure it out. Yeah. And they have to, they're going to have different bosses, going to work with different people. Like yeah. all kinds yeah. of things will happen. And you have to learn to adapt and, you do. and, yeah. and grow. Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And, you know, it's a free show. So a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's My right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show 424-279-884 uh, Copy with your shit show 424 Copy with your shit show 424-279-8842 Well, um, Lennon, is there anything you would like to, uh, to promote? How can people find you online? Thank you, you know, for <laughs> Uh, you could just look up my name at Lennon Parham. <laughs> no, yeah. Lennon, Lennon Parham. Lennon Parham. Uh, <laughs> Lennon Parham, I'm on whatever, Instagram, Twitter. And that's where I usually post about things that you can see or hear me on. Um, I just was on a show called Bless This Mess, which is coming <gasps> back for season two. So I haven't checked that ABC. out yet. And every time I see something about it, I'm like, I have to watch this. It's it super great. cute. And our friends are in it. Huh. Um, so you'll enjoy that. It's, it's sort of heartwarming. It's on ABC, but you huh. can watch it on Hulu. There's only six episodes now. There will be more um, in the fall. And you can listen to my Womp It Up podcast, which is an insane character podcast <laughs> that I do with my uh, partner in crime, Jessica St. Clair. And you can also obviously always watch Playing House yeah. on Amazon Prime. I think it's on now. So, Which yeah. I feel like our listeners would really like. Yeah, uh, if you haven't House. seen it, you would like it. Yeah. Um, Nobody also, has ever said they didn't like it. <laughs> I'm serious. Lennon, I have some notes about your... <laughs> The show you created? One time somebody did, I think Melissa Roush, who's a good friend of ours, like tweeted out. Now she's, you know, on the Big Bang Theory, so she has like good a gajillion followers. She tweeted out about the show and someone wrote back like, um, oh great, a half hour of my life wasted, never again. And I wrote back <laughs> oh. and I wrote back to him because on Twitter I'm like, I'm like a nice mom, and I'm like, I just wrote back, I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that you were disappointed. (laughs) Try the second episode. It really picks up speed or something like that. And then that person was like, oh, my God, I didn't. I didn't know you would see this. And I was like, even though I was tagged, buddy. And he was like, "I'll, I'll definitely check it out. And I was like, that's all it takes, guys. Um, just yeah. a little bit of civility. You're a class act. <laughs> and also, that's like a soft troll, which it I is, love, is, too. Just like, oh, you didn't like the first one? Well, <laughs> you should um, you should listen. You should watch another one. Yeah. You dick. <laughs> yeah, watch them all. Also, oh, it was only 20 minutes. It's not <laughs> a half, full half hour. Let's be honest, Todd. There's not that much going on in your life. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, yeah, I feel like Womp It Up is also something that our listeners would enjoy. Yeah. I feel like and on our um, Facebook group, people are often like, oh, what other podcasts do you, you, oh, know, yeah. do you all like? And I feel like that's one everyone would enjoy. That's yep. nice. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, on our Facebook group, uh, people are putting together a book club. Uh, so if anyone listening is like, Hey, I want to be in a fucking book club with the yeah. cool, nice people, uh, you join our Facebook group and check it out. Resourceful. That's cool. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah. I haven't read a book in years. <laughs> um, nor have I. Uh, who's got, I don't, uh. um, anyway, Lennon. Thanks for having me. Thanks y'all. for coming on the show. We've been wanting to have you on for ages. Yes. We so Thank appreciate you, you taking time. Figured it out. <laughs> uh, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. What, in life? Well, mm-hmm. as a mom, especially. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and just juggling everything that I you are. I fuck it up a lot. Oh, and then I, we all do. But then I say, I'm sorry. I fuck that up. <laughs> I literally, I literally, I, I did to my daughter. I said, hey, I overreacted about this. I'm so sorry. Or I hear you about that. I couldn't deal with it last night. I'm here for you now. How do we want to fix it? <laughs> like, yeah. But it's taken a while to get to that point for sure. Oh, totally. Continue to fuck it up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm great. I'm pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Amanda, you're doing a great job looking out for the best interests of your kids and also like capitulating to the the moment. It's a good word. To the chaos. Oh, I feel like capitulation is. Sounds like a dirty word to me. But it just means surrendering. Oh, okay. Giving like over a, to. Sounds like capitulation. It is. It's oh, the okay. same word. Wait, what's what happening? I don't know that word. Oh. So <laughs> I think it's a red hot chili pepper song. <laughs> oh. Okay. You know. Thanks, Betsy. It sounds like it has something to do with cool. catapults. Uh, so good job it sounds taking like, that yep. catapult uh, yeah. of life yeah. and riding into... <laughs> hey, Betsy, right back at you. Hi, thanks. You are doing, you are also doing a great job. I mean, uh, keep it up and whatever you do, don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't want to do that part. Don't do that anything anymore. <laughs> you should just stop. And this is your excuse to not have to uh, provide anymore. Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry, Ari, uh, it's your turn. Yeah. I'm not allowed. I just got to lay on this couch, take a nap, because I'm not allowed to do anything else. (laughs) I capitulate. (laughs) Uh, So you might find yourself uh, finding that your child is your parent. It's your (laughs) fucking boss. Yeah, your boss, the boss of the house, (laughs) the boss of the house. Or you're having a panic attack in the hallway of your kid's school, or you're just... um, you're you're laying on a couch after just having a baby, and your uh, your three year old is cupping your inner <laughs> armpit. <laughs> no, yep. you know what? You're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Well, hello there, Why Mommy Drinks listeners. I'm Margaret Abels, and I'm Amy. What would you say? I like to say I'm like a laid back, let it ride kind of a mom. You're laissez faire. I'm laissez faire. It'll all work out. And I'm not. I'm more of a by-the-book, organized, never-met-a-list-I-didn't-like kind of parent. 
The good news about that, though, is if you don't like doing research, Amy does it for you. She's going to figure it out, guys. Together, we host the comedy parenting podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, where every week we solve a vexing parenting dilemma with actual real research device. And also a ton of laughs. So don't worry. It's not all seriousness. We need both. Join us. You can find us at whatfreshhellpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.